Oh, but I'm up on up. My ass is groovy. Chopping it up. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? On this week's Chopping It Up, we've got some good friends of ours. Gentlemen, please introduce yourselves. Yo, Lamine and Duel. And you are? Oh, I'm Justin. Justin. On stage, I go by Yadi Yah, so either name will work for me. Lamine and Door. I produced the co-produced the Midnight Barbecue. Um Jay Honcho at MLK to Madison. Like I said, you might know me from JL Entertainment, which is I guess probably gonna be one of the topics, you know what I mean? One of the things we talk about. And if you know me in the music world, Yadi Yah. Y A D D I Y A. Yadi Yah. Everybody call me Yadi though. Word. <clears throat> well, it's nice to have both of you here today. I'm excited to sit down and talk to you guys about uh, about a bunch of stuff, really. So it sounds like you guys have been friends for a really long time. How how long have you known each other? I probably know. We've probably known each other. 2004 or five. Oh, wow. But no, 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 and, no, 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 earlier. No, because we graduated. Yeah. yeah. Listen. 99, 2000. We always talk about, like, kids basketball, like AAU basketball and all that. So we know each other in passing, like, I'm... You know, where we knew each other, I would say when you know, you know, when right. we were like probably like in middle school, like middle school ages, probably like 12, 13, something like that. But we became, I would say we became business partners and friends more like around 05. Where? But we knew each other, had mutual friends, you know what I mean? All those right. type of things in high school. You know what I mean? We you grew got up a, in D.C.? We both grew up in Maryland. Well, in he Maryland. grew up in different parts of Maryland. He, he, well, myself, you know, he could speak for himself, but me, right. I grew up in Maryland. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I grew up in PG County. Like, uh, for most of the time, was spent in, like, Largo, Mitchellville area. Mitchellville. Um, I used to work in Mitchellville yeah, back in the I day. Went to Kingsville Elementary. Went to J. Frank Dent Elementary. Okay. Went to school in Arundel County, some. Um, but my first house I remember was on Southeast, um, Harper Street. Okay. Um, I remember. I went to Roots Activity Learning Center back then. Right. <laughs> so shout out to everybody that went to Roots. DC history, man. You know what I'm saying? Like where I know. Um, but yeah, we grew up in Maryland, you know. Right on. Yeah, so like Silver Spring yeah. area. County. Yeah. Went to high school and then I went to high school in Silver Spring. Right. Lived out there for two years. Yeah. Right on. Yeah. So what was the uh what was your first business venture together? Probably like oh five. We, our first party was in Silver Spring, but it wasn't a go-go. It was like a high school party. And, like, we might, we like, man, we about to come up at this joint. I'm telling you, we about to pop <laughs> off. Like, we think about all the bread we about to make and all this. The party is in <clears> Silver <throat> Spring at this block, at this spot called Napoli's. I think it was called As Fresh As I Miss. Was that what it was? <laughs> that was the first joint at the Greendale. The Napoli joint was called, it was late registration. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's a great party name though. It was terrible. It was like so I guess it was the theme for after school. Nah, it was no school on a Monday. No school on a we Monday. we got the club on a Sunday. It was a little nah, Spanish. School had just started too. Like it was like a back to school party, you know. Okay. He always remember like the specifics. Like right. I always remember like the because like, it had like, to be just, <laughs> late registration couldn't have just been because of Monday. You know what I'm saying? It was right. a reason, you know. And we was trying to piggyback probably Kanye at the time. Yeah, oh, yeah, right, big right, right. Kanye, big yeah. Kanye fan for sure. So, and that's when he came out with the late registration. You know what I mean? 
It's a great party name, though. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I still remember the fly and all that. Like, I think he still got the fly. This man is going to get DJs, listen, though. This man be having yeah. a flyer forever. Like, he would not, you know what I'm saying? He be holding on to everything. So, yeah, I definitely think Maybe it's that. time for the, like, 12-year anniversary of... Uh... Nah, because that thing was not jumping. <laughs> <laughs> the kids love it now, listen, though, man. Pixelated and all. Next yeah. stop. Hey, listen. Get off we got to the show. Stop. We ain't make shit. Yeah. <laughs> not even a word. Listen, it was a Spanish dude from the club. He we got on the mic. He, he got on the mic, but it was it was so weak. Like the guy, Spanish guy that worked the in the club. The janitor started. <laughs> Talking about Laffy Taffy tonight. Shaking Laffy Taffy. Like, oh, man. Real talk. No joke. Like, for real, that happened. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> You're like, is it janitor? It really happened. Nah, we wasn't even thinking that. We was like, yo, we in this joint trying to be fresh, everything. We got our little girls we fooling with in there. We think we about to pop. You know what I mean? We like both hella confidence. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Wasn't coming in there with no type of like confidence or baby ego. You know what I mean? We both, you know what I mean? So <laughs> anyway, it was not popping. So then we was like, all right, boom. I was from PG. I mean, I was from Silver Spring, excuse me, but I lived in PG. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, man, I used to go to the go-go like at the neon, you know what I'm saying? Stuff like that. <clears> boom, <throat> boom. But then I also used to promote parties, you know what I'm saying, for up to it's, the company's called Uptown Productions. You remember the old Palladium? Yeah. Yeah, at the old Palladium. I started promoting at the old Palladium. Wow. What year so, was boom. that? This is probably like in the 04, like, you know, summer after I graduated, you know what I'm saying? Coming in the 05, boom. Met this dude at my barbershop. He's like, you want to promote? I'm like, bet. I ain't never been to the club. Nothing. You <laughs> hear me? Like, nothing. So anyway, I'm like, boom. Start promoting for them. Passing out fly. I meet him. I meet him at, like, some graduation party. My man's super enterprising. If you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, he is not. He is very enterprising. Never stops and working. And he's very. He's full of. He's ahead. He got a head of steam. He's full of confidence. You know what I mean? So right. He going to come with the idea. He going to come with the ball. You know what I mean? For you. Like, man, what's, what's that word? So. He like, yeah, you want to throw a party? I'm like, I mean, he like, yo, I got this spot in PG. I heard you throw parties. You know what I'm saying? He's like, man, we should, let's throw a party. Boom. Through the joint. You know what I'm saying? That was what we talking about, the joint that flopped. But then I was like, yo, we should get some bands. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, right. I can't even say it was just me. I don't know how it came up, but I just remember I used to like these bands because I was planning on throwing a go-go because I had my man, a homie of mine had got the contact information for this band called CCB. Right. I don't know if you ever heard of that band, CCB. They had the song, uh, My Fatty, uh, My Fatty. You never heard that? Everybody yeah, knows yeah, CCB. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so CCB, boom. Something like, man, we can get the bands, boom. So he like, all right, we get the bands Halloween night, MOB and CCB. We get these two bands. Back then, those two bands were like popping, <clears throat> but for like kids, you know what I mean? So right. like, we threw it at that same spot that we flopped at. Right. Boom, we get the band, all that, you know what I'm saying? We get a have a problem with the elevator, the equipment. It's oh, Halloween no. night. Oh, no. Mind you, ask you when. Halloween night of like 05, right? Yeah, 05. It was yeah. your birthday. So, boom. Yeah, the elevator not working or whatever. So, we like, man, this man was like, yo, we, I don't care what we got to do. We going to break Can't the elevator. Shit, right. We going to break the elevator. We going to do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like, we going to make it happen. So, he end up like getting the elevator broken open. So, we, I mean, he breaks the elevator open somehow, some way. No key, you know what I mean? We got like 300 kids lined up outside. We can't take their money because we're not even set up yet. Right, right. We don't even know if the sound is going to come into the venue. Right, right. So we like, you know, he's like, man, it's no way we're losing on this. He's like, man, it's no way. 
that we are about to let this, this slip out of right. our hands. So, boom, got the sound in the elevator. We had a show. It's jamming. The thing is, we had first 50 people on the flyer. I think it was like $5 or something or something ridiculous. Maybe. Yeah, so. Or free. Yeah, or Nah, I don't think it was free. Look I think it was. Face. It was. I don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it was free. I don't think it was free, but it was something very low. So, but we honored that. You know, we we were doing business with integrity, unlike a lot of you know. Right. You know, this business how I get. You know what I mean? Cut so, yeah. So we honor everybody. The whole deal. We don't really end up making nothing still, but we like, yo, we just we had a big ass crowd. Like you know, we we could build on this. So he kept talking about some spot he can get out and see Pleasant called the Greendale Center. You know what I mean? He like, yo, my mom got the, you know, she know the people out here in Sea Pleasant. He's from Sea Pleasant. You know right. what I mean? So that kind of like, you know, my what I mean? aunt from Sea Pleasant. Um, I spent a lot of time out there, like just all through PG, really. Right. But um, she had ties to the community event center, and it was underused. Right. They just like throw, a lot of them. Honestly. They would throw what's popular. <clears throat> I don't know. I imagine it's probably popular. Cabaret. Mm. You know, bring your own liquor. Right. Sometimes, sometimes they selling it. But they would throw those a lot. So it was like a similar crowd, but maybe older. You right. know? So they couldn't really beef with me on like violence or threat of nothing to the community. So I got in there. Right. And we never lost in that building. How many people did it hold? Five to six. And what was it like the 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 gym? It was it was was nah, like a big community I'm room. About a carpet. I'm talking about a stage. Oh damn! Like a talking banquet about hall. Curtains. Oh, okay, like a banquet hall, right? A, right. A whole catering booth for snacks. What? Like we got a real Kill like an industrial <laughs> kitchen in this joint. Like we could have <laughs> we could have been, been selling chicken. <laughs> we should have been yeah. selling chicken. We right. like made Imagine more money El Pollo Rico kitchen or like a kitchen right. that's empty, like clean. It that's was like crazy. that. I think what would be the equivalent of that right now. Yeah, I mean, so I grew up uh, going to the Knights of Columbus in, like, Arlington. And, like, you, when you said that, I envisioned it's, like, a room with a stage and a big curtain right. and, like, a kitchen with, a, like, a window in the back. You can just, like, walk up to it. Right. Like, real old school. Right. Yeah, like, community yeah. center, banquet. I can totally Like, where you would that. go to see, like, a, a, a recital. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, your yeah. swim team's, like, you know. Or a repass. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, that's where the repass right. is going to be. right. We've had parties at the VFW, which is similar to what you saying, exactly. like the American League. Exactly. You remember that those spots? Sure. We used to, we used sure. to use those type of spots. The, the graduation I mean, that's smart, deal. Though. <laughs> Until what? We had the graduation deal. <laughs> yeah. So like, GoGo, like, <laughs> at a time, just was so dominant. So you had to think that, in terms of hip hop, DC is an infant. Right. Like in terms of like mass, you know. Like an infant, or we skipped a generation. You follow what I'm saying? We have right. to acknowledge that. So our youth was strictly go go. Right, for sure. So when it became strictly youth parties, that's what we did. You know what I'm right. saying? Like that's yeah. it. You know, like we specialize like, in throwing all ages. Like when we were young, though. See, right. this is when we were. That was like a change. Yeah. That was a shift. Like yeah. that didn't like always exist. For sure. Well, yeah, and I mean, it's going away now. Like, I talk to, I have a lot of younger staff members, you know, and they struggle because it's definitely an older person's town or, like, a young, rich person's town because you can't go anywhere, 
you know, and, you know, $10 per drink minimum anywhere you go, you know, it's just not an easy place. There's only so many dive bars, but the rest of it's just so expensive and it's hard if you're 20, you know. What are, what are you going to do? And if you're 21, 22, and living like most 21 and 22-year-olds, you can't afford to go out in this town, you know? But what I'm saying is, back then, we were the, the, we were like 19. You right. know what I mean? So we were doing this amongst our peers, which like gave, us, gave it a whole different dynamic. You right. Know? A totally different feeling for us being young and also throwing parties for our peers. You know, it's not like we were adults trying to, like, you know, plotting on making money or anything. Right. But, I mean, of course, we wanted to make money, but you know, right? No, we was after chicken. Yeah, we was after the money, we but was we having it. And I just be honest. So, like <laughs> in high school, but like if you know me, I'm enterprising. But like sometimes I got a little bit. Of, I don't give a fuck. You know? <laughs> and I can't relate. Like Shorty, like Justin, give a fuck a little bit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Not a whole lot, but he kind of give a fuck. So when we was in high school, Justin had the sweet whip. Hey, the sweet job. He hey, he was doing one having things when we was young. Right. You know what I'm saying? I was I was sort of like doing my own thing, but I never was like uh you never like really know. I just had Jordans or something, you know. But Justin was like, I was like, damn, I fuck with Shorty. Like, I don't know if I'd do it like that, but that's how he's moving. <laughs> and it looks sweet. You know right. what I'm saying? So I think that's how it worked out for me, cause it's like I it showed that he was after he was enterprising for it. One way or another, like he was sure. after it, you know. So like it worked out like that, you know, like, like yeah. But the the high school shit, that shit was like we did the Lanham Sports Park, for instance. That was like an institutional event. Like we did it three years in a row. The first two years were like massive. The third year we were sort of like in our downtrodden. But we absolutely like dictated the period. You know, I had sure. real innovation to it all. <clears throat> For sure. Did you ever book, like, you booked big reggae bands or, or uh, go-go bands, but did you ever book, like, local talent? Did you book a lot of local DJs as well, or was it all go-go? So, I'm going to let him fo- follow up on this, but I feel like, in general, it was sort of like a game we came into. So, while we were trying to make our money, we didn't want to ruffle too many feathers, so we sort of just used the people that were used. Right, you know what right. I'm saying? We just sort of kept it in the family, mm-hmm. like photographs. How easy would it have been for us to set up a booth? It was like, we're not here to rape the community. we just trying like make something happen, make something happen yeah. and keep it moving around and show love, you know? For sure. So, like, in terms of, like, other DJs, no, we didn't really mix it up. But so, right. Um, you I mean, if it doesn't, that? if it ain't broke, don't fix it. I mean, I'll- I mean, we, we didn't really, too. we didn't, yeah, like back then when we were throwing shows, DJ was different. Then. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, like we weren't, we weren't really thinking in the mindset of you know the music industry. Even though you are in the music industry on a very local scale, you know we weren't really thinking of like it like are, that. Yeah. yeah, you're just thinking this go go, and you know then we didn't even have DJs really in between the bands. Right. We would just be playing. I feel like we used to just play our own stuff. I feel like, did we even used to have a host? We didn't even used to have a host <laughs> for a while. Yeah. We just had a band, so it's like, you know, it wasn't really about the DJs, so we didn't book very many DJs. Right. Even when we did do the show he was talking about, like Labor Day Madness, which is like one of our biggest shows, we still didn't, I don't even think we booked DJs. It was a different culture then, too, DJs. you know? We Everybody wasn't DJs. a DJ. And, that was, and we're talking about at an event with a, with a thousand people. What this is an event with a thousand people, 
and you didn't even book a DJ. Right. You booked all bands. In between, <laughs> y'all just playing CDs at Go-Go and like y'all music. And I'm thinking now, you know, like I say, I, I do my own music now. And I'm thinking like, bro, we had a, a big audience held captive for a long time. We could have been promoting anything. Right. We could have been we could have been driving anything, you know, to the people, especially a thousand of them. Yeah. Well, you know. But, oh, oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I had to cut you off. We did book Wale, though. Oh, snap. Okay. We did book Wale. Well, the first year, we did book Wale. We did book Wale. And that's when he was coming up with the, with that Dig Dug. He was coming out with that Dig Dug. We booked Wale. Wale was like a dope opportunity to show that we could be beyond Go-Go. So right. I think everybody at that time creatively sort of aligned, you know? Because it was like, well, not everybody. Definitely not everyone. But right. people saw that either as an opportunity for themselves or opportunity for them to work with him. You follow what I'm saying? Right. So early on, we tried to sort of work with him because for me, it was like, in fact, that show is sponsored by, was sponsored by Amy Street, a startup huh. that was started by my man who went to Banneker. Oh, shit. And went to school with me at Brown. Right. And Google bought the company four years later. You follow what I'm right, saying? Right. So, like, we was really trying to push it. So, we the other side of the flyer says Amy Street. Right. Yeah, the physical flyer. That's when flyers was <laughs> hot. We used to be outside places. Amy Street. Yeah. On the other side, we got Wale and all the bands. And right. We sort of made him look larger than everything. <clears> but <throat> even when we put him on, we had to put him on before the last band so people could would stay. Oh, right. You yeah. know? Right. So right. it was like yep. we were trying. Like, <clears throat> what we wanted to do was just like be like, man, look, this this can blend. But if we to put them last. Right. What's gonna happen? Like at that time, you follow. Right, so right. we always was trying to jail stuff, like always. Yeah. You follow, like that. I think that worked out well. For and let me say for this sure. too: the guy. Remember, I told you we had mutual friends growing up. The guy that kind of was the liaison between us and Wale was like a good friend of ours. That I, you know, I've known since like elementary school. And I mean, I'm sorry, I've known. Yeah, I've known him since elementary school. Yeah. Grew up in the same neighborhood. A guy named Adrian, and he was like high school best friend, still is best friend. Like, we're all still friends. But this is before me and him were even close. Right. So it was a lot of connections going on in between that. He was affiliated with Wale's crew because, you know, they used to wear the sneakers real real smooth and the hats. They used to kind of have that sneakerhead, right. you know, wave. So I, our mutual friend was on that wave, too. You know what I mean? Which kind of was a liaison for us booking yeah, Wale for sure. early. Right. For sure. This and one. what year was that? So that must have been five or six. It had to be six. I, w- I will go with what he's saying, six then. Seven. It couldn't have been five. We were be just six. starting. We were just six. starting to right do shows. There's no way we did it immediately. Yo, it's so crazy that we booked that field. Like, how how we, like, the guy, man, it just, like, networking is so, so real, this, man. Let networking me show you crazy. how. Let me show you how the world works. Some crazy. <laughs> Universe is crazy. We, books that we book it. But we don't book security for the neighborhoods. Right. Not thinking, we're thinking about the field. Right. When I say the let out was mayhem. Oh, yeah. The let out was <laughs> WWE Raw. Do you understand? I'm talking about, it's a, this is on in the middle of Good Luck Road. You know, right. Atlanta, Good Luck right. Road? Yeah. It was at Lanham Sports Park, right? This is like 06, like he's saying. So all of this. How many people? All, the first year was a, probably like a thousand. 
thousand, a thousand people. Good luck, road kids. Right, getting coming out. to see the go go. Right, already all. kids from the city coming out, and it's a, but it's seven a sports park. It's it's supposed to hold people. Yeah, it's Bottom supposed to hold people, but hold. oh, you know what? I don't think we was letting people park in. This one. I don't know what happened. It was too small. How? Oh, we could have figured. Probably. I don't, I don't know, know what that. happened. I don't know what happened. But listen, it's a Seven <laughs> Eleven right down the street from the from the venue. Thing got trash. Uh, Man, can so you imagine? So then, but Man. look, but the first year we had Wale <laughs> on it as the bait, right? Not like just like as like the first year was the bait in general. You right. follow what I'm saying? The first year was the bait. We wanted to establish a consistent brand. You follow what I'm saying? So we wanted it to be just look crazy for the first year. So we made it ten dollars. Right. Oh yeah. Once again, fucking up on the <laughs> pricing, <laughs> fucking up the bread. Yeah. <laughs> Nah, no, 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 because we wouldn't have got the second year if we if we right. didn't. But that's Dude, true. Ten dollars shows, man, are kind of the move. We, like, we were thinking, like, yo, we you, we don't. But you got to get a thousand plus. That's ten dollars, but we got, but we got yeah. them, and then we we ain't really make much money. We made maybe like some short stuff, like very short. And I wish we but, got that field, man. But man, we got a video but, from that actually. You know he doesn't have it anymore. I know. That's a whole other conversation yeah. right there. But, <laughs> yeah. but so the first year. We we sort of, nah, but everybody looks crazy. The second year we yammed. Crazy. I wouldn't say the first year we didn't yam because it still was a huge success. We booked Wale, put him on, you know, one yeah. of probably the biggest shows still that was, and this was before <clears throat> rap was the new go go. So still, but it, at the time it was. Well, I said one of the biggest, yeah. like one of the biggest, not yeah. the biggest, no, right, right, right. but one of the I most. I mean, a thousand impactful. people is, you know, that's the thing. But to man. get in front of the a thousand people that probably might not know you, For or sure maybe from here, from to, your city, yeah, yeah it's huge. It's that's huge. a that's big, man. So. I'm not saying it was the biggest, but it was a big event at the time, I, I would say, especially for the go-go community. For sure. For sure. So so let me ask you, so doing all these go-go events with all these bands, did you, uh, are you guys like sound experts now? Like, did you run your own sound at first? Or did you have like, who do you, because that's a lot of sound too for a thousand so, people. So people so don't crazy. understand. We booking concerts it, weekly. Like, people don't understand. Like, we didn't understand what we were really doing. You know yeah. how sometimes you could be doing something and you're not even putting the title on it? Right. Like, you're not even saying, like, you know, I do administrative this and that <laughs> right, and that. Right. You know, you just, like, you don't know what you're doing. You, and you don't really, yeah, you, yeah. you're just doing it. You're just diving in it. So it's, like, not even realizing the roles we're playing. I would say that we, not that we got technical sound, not technical sound, um, expertise from it but as far as our ear i think that we have right. a, a different ear because of being around it for sure and seeing what it takes and all of that most definitely i mean that's a real craft you know i definitely applaud salmon like they're the hardest working you know the back of the house they show up earlier they do all the heavy lifting and they stay there hours after be like the two of them for real. imagine yeah. there's two of them one of them is a bald-headed 60 year old man who lifts <laughs> everything off the truck real right. hawk Right, he builds the set every time. AJ, shout out to AJ. He really looked hey, remind you of Mister T, like <laughs> for sure. Shout out AJ and T Bone from Trouble. Right, okay, T Bone from yeah, Trouble yeah, used yeah. to run the sound. He for played us. Congos for Trouble Funk. We right. didn't. We not even realizing this Trouble Funk. You know they in the African American history yeah, museum. My man, cool. like that's <laughs> my man. If he see me, he go go crazy. I got video, man. I'm not even. And they come into our shows bringing the equipment. Right. Well, I was going to say, because it's, I mean, it's a lot. You know, I met um, Smoke and Stomp last year, and I went over to the studio, 
And I walked in that warehouse and there was just nothing but, you know, stacks and subs, you know, looked like a mile long. You know, I've never seen so many speakers in one place in my life. Yeah. And they're showing me pictures. I mean, just you know, like the what they want to bring to the, the sound show. is it's really huge, the the you know? man sound. Oh, is one you of the seen the, Oh, you went to see Rio? Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. that's dope. And that's like crazy. It's just crazy. Like so much sound. That's what I always really respect about GoGo. I feel like, and you know, I talk about it often, but just the amount of work that it takes, you know, and like the amount of commitment, you know, like the sound crew alone for a twelve piece band is like four dudes. You know what I mean? Like. They show up with their own truck. They come with their own board. Yeah. They just, you know, yeah. when I booked Rare Essence, I was like, we'll just stay out of your way. Oh, no, you know that's, what I mean? That's they like just a, but that's roll a machine. Up like a machine. That's a mach- no, they are a machine, though. They're a machine. But I guess a lot of them are a machine, but they're probably the most professional. Dude, I mean, 40 years. Yeah. I just, you know, did a, th- yeah. one of these episodes with, with White Boy, and he was, he was also telling me that every Saturday night, you know, at the Howard, they used to have go-go until 6 o'clock in the morning. Man. They used to play every Saturday night. He said the place would be filled with the rafters, and at 6 a.m., all the kids would get out, and they would walk all the way to, like, Benning Road. You know what I'm saying? There Everybody would just be go home. mad kids out in the streets. You know what I'm saying? Like, out in the... Can you... But, I mean, same thing. Can you imagine 1,200 kids coming out of the Howard Theater mm. every Saturday at 6 o'clock in the morning? Walking all the way to this Trinidad. This is before it closed, right? Yeah, yeah this is back crazy. in the day. Yeah. Back in the day, day, yeah. So the same thing. Us, yeah. Crazy. Walking through the city. Crazy. Yeah. It's six a.m. And yo, yo, they always talk about that Howard. Yeah, they used I know to this old lady. Right. Now you know she was turning up. <laughs> she always talk about the Howard. She heard it was opening up. She was geek. She was like seventy nine. I love the Howard Theater. <laughs> nah, man. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, the Howard's 100 years old. 100, 100 and something years old. That's lit, though. I'm glad they say they James it, Brown, Tina Turner, oh, all yeah. of these acts used to come to the Howard oh, Theater. That's yeah. amazing. Yo, they used to have Amateur Hour, which was what inspired Showtime at the Apollo. And, like, Ella Fitzgerald was discovered across the street, man. Can you imagine Ike and Tina right there at the Howard Damn, Theater? I didn't know that. Everything. Yeah, no, the Howard has mad history. It was a <laughs> theater, and then it shut down, and then it was a movie theater. And then um, it was uh, it survived through the riots, but after like in like 1970, it shut back down again, and then it reopened as a church. So it was a place for people to come together to heal themselves during the riots. And after you know, can you imagine DC 1969, 1970? You know what I mean? Um, so yeah, it was you know, and then it closed down, and then it opened again as a theater, and then it closed down and it sat for like 20 years, or I don't I don't even, I don't know about that number. But the Howard has so much history, and it's always been the Howard Theater. It's always been the People's Theater, and it really has been a place where people could come and congregate and get together, whether it was for a show or a movie or prayer or whatever it may be. So it's it's mad history. So the fact that like they restored it like that is like it's probably the best thing DC government has done in a long time. You know what I mean? As far as preserving DC's culture, because like you said, hey, Grandma's talking. I about think back play, plays there this week. I think back might play there like on Friday, or, yeah, yeah, like this Friday or Saturday, and I know that thing will be slamming. Yeah, I mean it's it's popping. I was talking sure. to, to White Boy about that. He said, you know, you know, Backyard and Rare Essence, they need the Howard Theater. You know, they need they sh- they play it four times a year oh, and yeah. sell it out, both of them, and right. like that's where their core fan base can come see them. So. You know, we should all be rooting for the house. I went to theater. go see back last Friday, by the way. Dolo pulled up to the thing, Dolo. Yeah. So we just going to go in, man. I hit my man. He's like, you trying to go to the C-Back show? He couldn't go. I was like, nah, I got to just go. Just hear the music for at least like 20 yeah. minutes. Well, live music, that's why I really respect what you guys have done because I think live music is just so important and it's so much harder 
uh, from a production standpoint. And it's so much more expensive because everybody wants to get paid, rightfully so. But when there's 12 of them, the shit really adds up. So go-go bands in particular are hard to book, you know. Like, just from a production standpoint, it adds so much expense and so much effort. But, man, it is so worth it. And, like, live music, like... You just can't re- you can't replace that and like I'm not knocking DJs or anything because I've gone to church on the you know on the dance floor listening to some DJs but live music and I love the DC just like you know our heart our collective heartbeat is like the pocket you know what I mean and it always will be like everybody it, know what that sound like even yeah. if you don't know the name of it you know right, what, that, like, what that beat sound but, like yeah, yeah like, even if you don't know it's, it's a magic. pocket beat you know you know what it sound like. Like, even if you grow up kind of not liking Go-Go, eventually at some point you turn and you just love it because it's, like, you know, part of us. It was on the radio. We only had, like, three stations, give or take, growing up. We all listened to the same, you know, just art and noise at night. You know, we all listened to the same stations, essentially, the same type of music. So even if you were in PG or in Virginia, you're still listening to the same Go-Go on the radio stations. You know what I mean? Everywhere. Like, he was just telling me, he's like, man, you don't know, like, people in other places are, are like a go-go song and not even know it's go-go. Don't even know what it is. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, damn, that's so true. Well, you know what I mean? No, really what I observe is that our music, like, anywhere there's, there's like, jazz or jam bands, it's, like, the street-level music sounds like go-go. Yeah. Period. You know what I'm saying? Like, I was in New Orleans, and I was in a um just a random bar, you know, my... On my birthday, we went down there for tales of the cocktail, the conference. It was lit. But we walk in, and the back of the ba- back is a band playing. And they yeah, getting it. Kidding it. I love you know, New it Orleans. Good. It was I cool. love New it was Orleans. Cool. And I just realized that they could appreciate Go-Go. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Like, we could have swapped it out, and I felt like the vibes wouldn't have been that much different. You know what totally. I'm saying? Totally. Yeah. New Orleans. Especially considering the bounce that they got. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's it's not too far off. I you know when I went to New Orleans, I felt I never felt like I was from someplace I had never been before until <laughs> I got to New Orleans. You know, I like, like New Orleans. I love New Orleans. I love how you can just walk down Frenchman Street or any place. You know what I mean? And like, like just hear music spilling out of every doorway. Like I wish DC. You know, I wish for DC to be more like that. You know, I hope more of these bars and restaurants start realizing that like we need live music. Like. People, people in D.C. need to be taught how to sit and appreciate live music, honestly. You know? I mean, the people Ironically. that the people that have establishments, they don't really understand the culture of it. So it's like, you know, they, they're, not, they're not making it a point to bring a live band or even allow, you know, a show to happen. And like I said, it takes the promoters, too. You know what I mean? It's not just the establishment. It's the promoters, you know? It has to be a, a group effort. You For know sure. what I mean? But you gotta be in the know. We gotta change some of these police codes, though, and we gotta get DCRA to give us a little bit more leeway. Cause anything with GoGo, they shut it down, and so you know, if you do anything legit and That's get true. a permit, they just shut you down. So, you know, and I just don't think we should have to change things and call it funk just to get it through. I mean, that's what you, that's a little industry hack. Don't call it GoGo, call it funk, and and you won't have any problems from the city. Man, I used to but explain it ridiculous. so, like, I used to try to explain stuff in the weirdest of ways to get people to get us to throw a show. Right. I'm like, we're having a band with, like, live percussion. It's a youth band. <laughs> yeah. It's a youth band. Just don't say. My man would call it a youth band. Right. <laughs> like, I'm like, yeah, we're having some youth bands. 
Yeah. Like, we had to come at the venue. Like we could, <laughs> we never said go go when we booked the venue. Yeah. We never. I was like, like this, man. Look, let's get this out the way. I was like, man, like, I don't want the money to come and then it go away. You know, right. what I'm you know how you work hard to find that well, right? And then everybody, you know, what I'm saying it's like gone because of some petty stuff. Go go, yeah. yeah. Exactly. I'm like, man, I just rather find the well, man. I ain't tripping off this surface water, man. You know, we gonna find one that's gonna let us rock. Nah, we still, we still, like we still know, we still know the game. Like I say, even though, even though you know you a team, where you might not a lot roles. You still know who you know. What I mean, how it's going to work. Y'all have a, a a strategy, even if it's not said. You know, y'all, you you know how it's going to work. Right. And like I, I feel like I used to always come at them off the yeah man live band like it's. Like, you know, heavy percussion, you know what I mean? Jazz type yeah. band, heavy percussion, <laughs> right. you know what I mean? Real improv. I feel like we always used to band. <laughs> Youth bands, I like that. <laughs> Next thing you know, we bringing in the whole equipment, T-Bone, AJ, hey, everybody. Like, <laughs> like who? You said youth bands, you bringing in all this equipment? You got range plugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? Remember how you just said that, like, you? whoa, let me get out the way when you had an Essence show? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Imagine being like, uh, West a African Rexer. restaurant in Silver Spring. <laughs> <laughs> thinking that you got over on the thinking right. that yeah, thinking you got <laughs> right, right, right. Listen, <laughs> we threw this show at we threw a party at this um, place called Savannah. Was that we had to move the furniture ourselves? That was uh, the only. It was a whole restaurant during the day, a West African joint. They didn't have like any modern type of furniture. It's all like oh, living house. room. Like imagine a restaurant filled right. with like dining room tables Coffee and chairs. Tables. Right. You know they trying to set it up a small little spot in Silver Spring. We booked that. They thinking whatever. They just came up on us, charging us hardly right. nothing. Right. They, no, they used to charge us there. That's I feel like I'm after mad. after the first one, <laughs> I feel like that was, <laughs> that was the Caribbean. But hold up, peep this before we go to Caribbean. Savannah's, we used to have to move all the furniture, like from the the dining area, to have the show. It's a small stage. We got a whole three man like, team. <laughs> got like trying to recruit cousins. <laughs> and how many average members in each band? Ten, at least ten. <laughs> Not mentioning the management, their homeboys, right. their ride. The half the club is full just from the squad. Like that's what I was tough t- thinking about. I was like, yo, even this show Sunday. It's we crazy just with the amount of bands and the amount of people. For sure. Like, it takes a lot just for the bands. That's what, f- f- 50 to 60 people, right? It's amazing, 50 man. to 60 just band members out of four, from four bands. That's so nuts. This show is so lit. So we should talk about that. So people <laughs> listening, by the time you hear this, the uh, show will have already happened. Oh, but uh, it's uh, Oh, I wish we could have told you I know, it. I know. It's uh, back to the go-go. But I feel like this is going to... I feel like... You guys are going all the way out, calling it back to the go-go, by the way. But I feel like people yeah, are really going to come out for this. I didn't realize that. Until just now, yeah. But, but you're in a real venue, so you'll yeah, be all right. I think so. You See, know? You'll this, be all right. This, but it's for the culture, and everybody's loving it. You know, we're not calling out no gangsters. You know what I'm yeah. saying? We're calling out. It's a dope flyer. I put it up on Instagram. One love. It's me one love at the at the. At the hey, at the we'll venue. be there singing shirts. You know, we'll be there showing love. Man, I'm excited. I'm looking forward to it straight up. And when I put that flyer out yesterday, people went bananas. People retweeting and 
one guy even put a poll up like out of all these bands, how do you know which one to put first? And like he put a little poll up on Twitter. Damn, I didn't even see that. Yeah, man, I you did. should check out our. I saw, uh, I saw that. I yeah. saw that. Was it related to ours? Though? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, that because when we put it up on Twitter, people well, they went. Oh, everybody think they should headline, so it don't. You know, yeah, every, yeah. especially at this point, like even the bands that we used to deal with that are young now, that's like ten years ago. These are like grown men now. Right. They feel like, man, we've been doing this. You know what I mean? So. So where we got the uh, the show is at Cafe Asia Sunday the thirteenth, is that right? Yeah. Thirteenth, seven p.m. You guys won't come, but you'll hear about it, and hopefully you guys are gonna record the show or something. You got to plan to record the show because man, we definitely got. We need to start can getting work that out? Can yeah. we work that out? Actually, we can work. We definitely that out. gonna have a board you could plug into. Yeah, we can work that out, man. We could also do nice some. Little, that's a nice little situation. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah, that'll be dope. That'll like be dope. Yeah. And we could also we could come on site with some mics and shit too, and interview people and show some love to all those artists that you got playing. You definitely could. You do know, that. especially during the day when you guys are doing. I'm sure you're gonna be there for a few hours sound checking and all that. Right? No, yeah. no, no. It's gonna be a regular <laughs> one. We're gonna give you a real go go. A real go. Oh, you saying sound? Oh, no, 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 no. it's gonna take three hours for them to set up the yeah. sound. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. What I'm saying. <laughs> it takes two. Listen, it takes. Yeah, like two or three hours to yeah, set up the sound just equipment. Just the microphones alone, young, and two the monitors hours. for each. Two hours. Anything more than two is slow. Yeah, that's true. But still, I mean, for 10, ba- 10 See, people, though, that's, that's legit. <laughs> Two to three. That's legit. Yeah, that's so really. how many shows have you guys done? What would your number be? I would just say probably 70. 70? Well, damn, I guess I might. Not 70. Well, it's a rack of I was, yeah, I, I, I don't know. I would probably say, like, I would probably say yeah. we've done between, like, 50 and 7. Like, I don't That's a big margin. But, like, around, I mean, like, you got to figure, if you were doing them weekly at some point, you've been part, doing parties for 12 years. So even if you did, you nah, know Nah, but saying? we probably been off for a little while. Yeah, like, that, that's a, the, that's the beauty spent. of this. Like, it was a punch. Yeah. Like we was in there, motherfucker, and we was out there, motherfucker. Yeah. Well, you, I'm glad you guys are back in because we got to keep the culture and but the, the history still going alive, man. They used to always, we used to treat everyone, see, we came with a different approach. We we treated everyone fairly. So that's why we were so, you know, people loved us, and they also loved that we were young doing this. Right. So we got we made a lot of we got a lot of fans from that you know what I mean so we yeah, we, we did, we've been we off tried, for a while we, we, we oftentimes was the first people to pay a band you know really? right like, right like like I said it's an industry where you work off standards so like we was forcing other people to have to pay people you know yeah for sure yeah so it was like crazy but we just was like man Bad damn respect for that too many people like imagine this and I swear to God I won't say who it was but one twenty five was the new rate. That we were paying them, and they were ecstatic about it. <laughs> Listen, and that's it not even funny, but that's to that just show you that just show you how it is, right? Promoters that be having shows won't even pay the bands, and then they got to they pay just they just happy that they get the exposure. Yeah. Then they got to pay the sound man, right? We're not even really? realizing they got to pay the sound man. So basically, mix, run they, they want to sound good. Right. They need of course, they need. They want their guys to be there while sure. they're playing. So many, right? Of them. Yeah, it's a live experience. They got to be all, all over ecstatic. that board. 
Well, I hope that you guys keep going. And, you know, if you need to, we can partner you up with some young bucks, man, and get that young audience. But it's important because I, th- I think one thing in D.C. like culture is that a lot of the older cats that found some success didn't really pass that knowledge on to the younger cats. Or maybe they just didn't make it or whatever. But I feel like we have to cr- create that sustainability. You know what I mean? And, like, bring back the love for producing live shows. Like... Because these, these kids now are, like, mad industrious, you know what I'm saying? Like, they'll rent out whole warehouses and do events and stuff, you know? And the next level is that, like, live entertainment. And you can see that shift happening, you know, with the younger, like, the really young cats, you know? Mm-hmm. They definitely are about that live, even if it's, like, MPC with the DJ. You know, they're they're singing. They're You know, it's definitely that 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 passion is there. There's just not a lot of platforms for it, you know? And I think with your expertise, you know, on throwing these events combined with, like, some of the younger blood, man, I feel like there's a real um, opportunity there to really, you know, bolster the next generation of D.C. music because there's a lot of really talented young cats running out in these streets, man. Right. Straight up. No, I agree. Straight up. Yes, I think, um, yeah, it's not going to be go-go, you know? Yeah, no, I mean... Because they're making it economically... Yeah, man, do they ever? Um, I mean, I can't say that I blame them, you know, but it's definitely it. It makes it really difficult to. uh, It makes it really difficult to work with them because it's so expensive. I just think they got to put something in place that preserves it in a way. You know, they got to do something like maybe because it would be ashamed if like it was no longer played. Because if it doesn't get played at the youth level, it dies, right? So that's the only thing I'm just sort of like that's my only beef really like it can't it can't just go away. Well, I don't think it will go away. I just don't think it's fair to expect like these older you know Not bands expecting. to keep playing it. No, you know yeah. right? Because oh, yeah, it's like dude, saying. like exactly. White Boy's been playing for forty years. Yeah. He's been playing as long as I've been alive, right. like straight up. So, um, in the same band, I mean that's mad commitment right there. But I think that. You know, just getting kids, like, playing more, like, actual instrumentation because every kid also grew up listening to Go-Go. And so when you hear any of these bands coming out, they all got, like, Go-Go tracks. They'll play the Go-Go. They'll play the old songs. They'll play their own shit that has, like, a definite, like, it's you know, it's in there. It's all the way in there. But they need opportunities and stages to play it on. So, like, if bigger events were booked that weren't just... DJs are like, you know, I like I personally hate rappers rapping over backtracks. Like I, I hate, hate it. Rap shows. Right. Like I really you can't you know. tell me that you like it. How what is that? I'm man. Right. Rarely. Like a concert, like a large stadium thing with the lights and they control the environment. Right. It's different. But I've it's like I'm trying to see it's rare that I see somebody on stage. Right. It's crazy. Like the rappers just don't perform well right, right now for some reason. It's crazy. So, yeah, put a band on there and get the rappers in front That's of the band. Right. Like, give, create those type of... And they're out there. These younger cats are, like... are like These younger cats are really impressing me, honestly. They're super talented. Who's some of your favorites? I mean, there's this whole uh, group, the OG Council, that has come into our world recently. And they're, like, you know, it's like 12 young brothers. And they're all about eating right, living right, thinking right, being right. They, like, all rap, they all sing, they all produce. I mean, it's ridiculous how much talent they have. And, like, none of them are on Facebook type shit. Like, they're just so unaffected, you know what I mean, in a really positive way. It's like talking to people who are much older, but they're 20, you know? Right. And so it's really like, wow, that's that's dope. And they're they're talented, you know what I'm saying? And they work with all different types of people. So it's not just, like, 
some you know conscious backpack you know rapper it's like very like it's very much you know what's hot right now it's like what the kids want to hear they're not they're not like straying too far from the pack but they're saying really positive things and then inspiring the rest of their peers to like shit i want to learn how to play guitar and loop it and you know sing like that and do shit like that because these guys just hang out and like sing and rap together and it's like dope as fuck you know what i mean like that's not what twenty year olds were doing when I was younger. You know what I mean? <laughs> they were doing some dumb shit. They weren't singing okay. and harmonizing and rapping and shit like that. You know, so I feel like there's a lot of kids who are inspired by like the J. Coles and the Kendricks and like all these artists that are coming out without labels per se and really pushing the norm. You know, this whole like uh, gender fluidity and just like I feel like kids are just like fuck everything you know. You know what I mean? Like we're not conforming to any of that shit. I'm gonna wear earrings and a fucking skirt. And you're just going to deal with that shit. And I like that they've been able to, you know, like, if you show up in a bunch of clothes from the thrift store, you're cool. You're not poor anymore, right? And I like how they just fucked all that societal norm shit up, and they can just be mad creative. And so that's really, you know, one thing I'm really impressed about with DC Youth is, like, they're fucking dope. You know, it's just the way these kids dress and, like, the confidence they have and, like, the intelligence and the progressive, you know, Thinking and the international, I mean, you know, half these cats are from the other places in the world and came here as mini adults. So they bring a whole different, you know, perspective and vibe to the table. So I really, you know, they just need, you know, they need they need help. They need, you know, the slightly older generation to curate those type of bigger events and bigger platforms. You know what I mean? Mm. Like, like, you know, we got to own recording studios. We got to own labels. You know, we got to you know, what's the next step, right? Like, after, like, what's what's the next step that's sustainable? You know what I mean? That we can, like, continue. Because I know the bestest feeling in the world is, like, looking out at that crowd and being like, yo, we, we did that. You know, like, yeah. that's... Yeah, that is a That's good probably answer. what drove it for. I mean, I know them kids was having a good time. Hell yeah. Bands, for sure. Man, we were having a good time. Well, I mean, I was, sure. I was having a good time for sure, so... That's the dream. Like, my ultimate vision is, like, being backstage and looking past the curtain, like, by myself and just seeing this, like, sea of people having a good time and feeling connected. Like, that's, that's like, when I'm there, then I'll know I've made it. You know what I mean? It's, like, that level of connectivity. Because for those few moments, like, everything's okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I remember. Nah, seeing the crowd definitely amps you, especially after putting in all that work, you know, yeah, doing hours, this, doing yeah. that, plotting it. Imagine, like I say, coming up to a show, <laughs> thinking about the show. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're thinking about a show that you're planning, and then you're going through all the motions, and then you're starting to hear people talk about it. You know what I mean? You're going to get a little a little anxious to see what happens. Yeah, you right. never know. You can see. flop. Or it could be a great success. Man, if that's not the truth, <laughs> what? It could go either it's way. It's literally like that was the first. That was a, like I told you. That was the first show we ever had. We we experienced that. Nah, that wasn't nothing, bro. That it's like a two sided dice. That you know wasn't what I mean? nothing. Remember? A, that wasn't nothing. It wasn't even a loss. We we probably wasn't even down in spirit, bro. That don't didn't cost us nothing the first one because it was the DJ party, bro. Yeah, it cost true. us nothing, and we still had people in there. That didn't cost us nothing. It was but very we skinny. Lost, we lost some bucks before. Yeah, yeah we lost some bucks. Yeah, with the we lost some sure. bucks before. 
I mean, that's, you know, that's how it is, man. Sure. It's like a two-sided die, you know? It's win or lose. There's no, like... Nah, it's two-sided win-win. There better <laughs> yeah, be some yeah, fucked up dice. Yeah. Those dice, those, <laughs> yeah. but those better be some loaded dice, because it need to be a win-win, right? you dig? Hey, I mean that's what you aim for, but you know <laughs> when you're in this game, you got to be able to take a take a hit and and get up. You know, like Tupac says, you know, when you fall, stand tall and come back. That's what any game. That's what any game. Yeah, yeah. but this one in particular will definitely beat you down, empty your wallet, and make you feel like a total failure. You know, until the next morning when you get that call and someone's like, "I got a warehouse," and we're like, "Let's do it." Trafficking go. And you forget all about, you know. When you think about it. Like, them spots do t- change everything when you get a new spot. <laughs> but I know, especially, like I say, we, we've had some pretty big shows. Like, we've had a show at this place in uh, North Carolina. We did a, we we partnered up with another promoter, you know what I mean? Uh, our homie Chris. And uh, we started doing shows in North Carolina. We, we probably did one. We did, like, one or two before we linked up with him. We probably did one before we linked up with him. But when we linked up with him, it was jamming. Like, our first show, it was good. But, like, when we, we put it, the two pieces together, we've we've had some pretty big shows down there. And just thinking overall, like, we've definitely been a part of, like, a lot of the kids and college students at the time's go-go experience. For sure. You know what I mean? So we definitely have witnessed some some big shows as well. So yeah. I, I hear you on that, though. Even though I say it's a win-win, I do hear you on, yeah. the, on the two-sided. You know what I mean? That's the dice thing or whatever, but uh Atlanta. Yeah. North Carolina. Wow. Richmond. I feel I didn't like we, I feel like we had a bottom yeah. Baltimore. We wow. did a show in Russia. It wasn't a go go, but what? It, you did a show we in took, Russia. We took P D crack to Russia. Shut sure. P D crack. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Yeah, P D crack. But we was part of we were investing in that did. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like we hope we planned that. That's great. How did it do? It didn't do well. No, it did not. <laughs> it was a vacation base, it basically like, for PD crap. Yeah. Uh, but you got to shoot. You know right. You hey. got to take the hat off yeah. to it. We out there we was trying st- Like, we was trying to develop some different things, you know, and we just thought that was a unique opportunity. Because you don't understand, our man went over there, and he's a regular person just like us. Chris Parler. I'm sorry, Chris. I'm about to get you. Yeah. He went over there. He said they expected black people Rick. to rap. Right. So he stopped rapping. He <laughs> used it to his advantage. <laughs> so he thinking if I take a real rapper over there. Oh, my God. We tried to take Wale over there at first, too. It didn't go through. I think that would have been good. But uh, yeah. you ended up taking PD Crack. That's crazy. The thing did not crack. Did not crack. <laughs> that thing was not crack. That's it. like my man say he's right. Thing was not jumping, but it's cool though. Like he said, we was out there shooting, so you got you got to give us that respect. You know what I mean? We were willing to let it. We were willing to let. Press I it. mean, yeah. I mean, props to you for you know trying, Push man. The envelope. Like, you know, yeah. it's dope. I mean, that's some next level. Forward I ain't thinking. done a Russia show since. So, you know, <laughs> yeah, we ain't been back to Russia <laughs> since. Maybe Russia. one day, man. One of our uh, photographers is actually going there uh, next month because he met uh, some other photographers out there in Russia. And so he's going to go out there and spend a couple weeks bombing around. And then she's going to come over here 
they're trying to just break down some of the barriers because, you know, Russia and the United States got a lot of yeah. beef right now. But really, it's not. Our governments don't speak for us. So I thought it was kind of cool, you know what I mean, to go over there. My man taught me one word. Like, I always learn, like, one word in the language. I was like, how you say, how you doing? He will be like, privyet, right? Right. So say if I run into somebody from Russia, I'll be like, Privyet. They get to thinking I know Russian. Nah, hey. nah, cause just Privyet. That's it. That's all. It's all I got. It's all I got. They be sick. <laughs> yeah, I learned that. I went to um, Puerto Rico and I was traveling around for work and I got lost to shit. And I speak very, very, very basic Spanish, but I can ask questions, you know? But just because you're prepared to ask the question does not mean you were prepared for the answer. Hell Because nah. I'd be like, ¿Dónde está el? And then they'd be like, I'd be like, I don't even know why I asked you in Spanish because I have no fucking yeah, clue what's going yeah, on. Yeah, yeah. I you probably just, know English. So yeah, I should have just gone with that. Me. You know, like, where's the bathroom? Like, damn, you know? man, what I just get myself into? <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, I totally did that to myself. Of course they're going to answer in Spanish. <laughs> um. Yeah, man. Good times. Well, thank you guys for coming out, man. This is really, it's really cool talking to you and learning more about the history of the the company and what's she kicking next. Kicking us out. She kicking us out. I mean, man. I'm getting drunk on not entertaining enough. We're hydrated. <laughs> no. So let's talk about. All right. Well. So what's next, man? I mean, you got any jokes or anything? I'm nah, just kidding. Nah, really. yeah, we got man, the barbecue. Nah, nah. We got the midnight barbecue. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, in New York, York, right? That's yeah. pretty awesome. Oh, uh, man. That joint should be nice. I'm like, mm, we're yeah. here with it. You know what I'm saying? We need that. Yeah. Word. On, I'm going to hit up my New York people this weekend. Yeah, we're going to do that. New Same York, enough. we got to expand, man. Got to get paper elsewhere, man. Somebody told me, they said, uh, in D.C. we argue so much because it's small. So the pie just in general is smaller. And because we don't eat outside of here, we argue over what's here. Right. So fiercely. So he was like, man, don't think about yourself competing with the town, compete with the world. So we about to step out and try to see what we can do. Word. You know? I like that. So And then if you can probably going to hear this before next Sunday. So next Sunday, catch Yadi Yah at the Black Cat. You got to. It's Word. only right. You Word. know what I mean? And check out the new thing coming. It's called Boom. You know what I mean? Been out of our minds. It's an acronym. Shout out DJ Mike Phillips. He is also in the building. You know what, what I mean? What? I definitely got to send him that wanted now. So we got it on record. He cannot duck me again. That's right. You know what I mean? So, See, man, we back, man. man I'm, Mike, I'm so man. happy to be back with my brother. Him. You know what I mean? This is my brother. And, uh, yeah, man, we like we like the old rock. We like the new Rockefeller. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's how we come. So so what's next after this big weekend? <laughs> so after this big weekend, we're going to see what the how the dust settle. We trying, yeah. I'm trying to do some things with y'all, man. Man, let's do some stuff. Definitely Y'all heard about the Uptown Art House? I heard about it. I think we've, I think we've been there before. Yeah. Check it out, man. Shout My out Jamal. Jamal. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, shout out Jamal. I like what they're doing. Me too. I, I love the art scene in the city. I feel like it definitely can, if it was more exposed to like a different audience, I think they would definitely be receptive to it. I think so too. I'm I'm trying to figure that out. You know what I mean? How to bridge that gap a little bit better. You know, we're trying to make progress like with that. Tim Murphy, that's my homie too, man. Shout out Tim. You yeah. know, what I mean? he's another painter from the area. But I like what a lot of these guys are doing. You know what I mean? So, yeah. shout out to them. Yeah, shout out to anybody like doing something, man. You know, I I respect anybody in DC who creates, you know, events and spaces because uh, it's hard to do, man. You know, it's a rapidly changing landscape. Uh, it's expensive to do events or get real estate, so shout out to anybody doing anything for their 
crew or their scene or their music, you know what I mean? Um, if we wait around for people to create the things that we want to go to, it's never going to happen. Yeah. yeah, we create the scene. Don't forget that. We create the scene. And that's just like going back to what you were saying earlier about what can make things better. I think, like you say, if we create a, a different scene and bring a certain taste to it, I think it'll, it'll fly. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Anything can fly. Like you said, he got the barbecue going on. That's a whole new flavor, you know yeah. what I mean? So that's also that's also something that else that's going on coming from the city, you know, that we could push outside of the city. Yeah. It's definitely yeah. like a concept that's it's a dope universal. One. I like it, for sure. For sure. That was a great event last year, man. Yeah. It was man, a good time. Man, it was expensive, man. We need them sponsors, yeah. yeah. We got the people in there booming. It's so interactive. So awesome, you know. Yeah, it was a great event. I was yeah, bartending that event. I didn't. Yeah. I was covered. You ain't alcohol. had nothing to do but bartend. It wasn't nothing to do but bartend. I was humping was back there. And, and shout out the partners too. Not to keep shouting people out. Shout out the partners on the on the barbecue. You know, hey, what you mean? can never shout out barbecue. too many partners. Sure, shout out all the partners involved shout with the barbecue. EBM, shout out low. You know what I'm saying? Shout out fine trees and cuisine. You know, shout out the whole mob. Yeah. And my man B Day coming up, so can we clap for my man B Day? Yeah. 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 My man B Day coming so how up. How old are you now? 26, 27? See, I wish. Oh, right? he played. Uh, she's trying to be funny. <laughs> <laughs> she's flirting like the girls at the bar. <laughs> so now, 32, 32. 32? You're just a kid. It's okay. I'm You're glad to kid. hear that, man, because I need a little more time. So, I'm going to start lying know. up like 10 years, so people are like, what? Wasn't Magic Johnson 32? <laughs> Damn, it's a special year, man. Special. I'm with it. I'm with there you it. go. Sure. Magic Johnson wasn't he 32? I think oh, I'm tripping. I don't think he. Well, if I'm he was, buddy. shout out Magic Johnson. I'm the worst sports fan in America, so please don't ask <laughs> yeah. me nothing mm-hmm. about current or past sports. Well, we can go play it though. Yeah, I'm with that. I'm credible, but in this I'm trivia, <laughs> I'm with that. In this trivia, I can't even mess with you. I'm with that, man. I'm totally with that. I can that. tell you who had what shoot up. <laughs> I know what a very My man, stay talking about some shoes, man. My man had the. You know about shoes? No. I'm about to say I could go down. To, my man had the Jones back in the day. Like I say, our homie was on that shoe game and kind of got him hip to it. So they was sick. They used to go out Fairfax, VA, and go wait to get the dunks the next day. Like right. when the dunks were popular. See, we weren't even. You wouldn't even expect us to have the dunks because we coming fresh out the go go. You know, dudes right. didn't dress like that back in the day. They had Nike boots, New Balance, or Shell Toe, you know what I mean? Something like that. Right. My man was coming out with the Dunks, SBs, and all that exclusive joints. Exclusive. 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 Shout out Space Diggetry, man. You got the exclusives. Yeah, man. Exclusives. So, yeah, man. It was it was, it was on the pop, and we definitely brought a different taste to the game. Like I said, we brought a different taste to the game. Man, but what's next? Let that be. We good. Man, what's next? What we doing next? Oh, yeah, yeah. like I said, also Yachty, check, out, check out Yeah, Yachty. listen, yeah, you got to check out Yachty, man. Yachty, y'all, man, want it now. Check that out. I got that on YouTube right now. Yachty, y'all, want it now. Like I said, we had the Black Cat, you know what I'm saying? And, right. and it's, it's on. It's on. I always wanted to be in that building, too. Very historic. It is very historic, man. I, I respect that. DC's uh, music venues are few and far between. What do you guys think about the new venue coming in at the Southwest Waterfront? You hip to Anthem? Six thousand seater. Yeah, I didn't crazy. know it was six, but I was 6, hip 000. to it long, long time ago. Like yeah. long when the Castle Stadium was down there. You remember that? You know, I never went to mm, the Castle see, Stadium. That's when they tested the method. You see, 
Right. Like the Castle Stadium. I tried to do something at the Castle Stadium. It fell through. Like this would have been. I guess it would have been. Oh, okay. But yeah, it was because it was, it was just called the Southwest. Sweet, waterfront. that's where it was, right on the Southwest waterfront. That's where Castle's yeah, right was, there. right next where to Zanzibar? Zanzibar. Yeah, exactly. While they was building up, the Castle yeah. Stadium was the arena, and the uh, thievery threw a huge concert. Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. going to Scope to see what 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 you could wiggle. And yeah. What, but it, you know, they was actually open to it. Like I sort of like couldn't come through with what we was trying to do at the time, but. Yeah, like that's how they sort of like tested that whole yeah. model. So yeah, I knew it was something coming that was gonna be bigger. It was yeah. originally supposed to be like maybe like thirty five to four K, but six K is heavy. Six K and it's the guys that own a nine thirty club, so they got that like moving stage so it could be like a thousand people or five hundred people or it could be six thousand people. Right. They can like change the room size. But yeah, and they like go, uh, I think like, not Radiohead, but somebody, oh, LCD Sound System mm-hmm. announced the show and the tickets sold out in like three minutes. That's how that oh, so it's spot. open already? It hasn't even opened yet. Oh, when does it open? Like December or something. That's down the street. And they've already got shows that are sold out on their couch. 6,000, that's crazy. Somebody gonna be in there. I wonder what that's gonna look like. To the traffic in the neighborhood, a bunch of... Sh- Madness, six thousand people going down the southwest waterfront. Young, no, nah, they gonna have one exit probably. They got my man about to line up the whole place. I'm <laughs> <laughs> gonna be out there selling one shirts. play. Yeah, they probably gonna have about five bars in there. What you think about security? What you think about the cops? But yeah, for sure. <laughs> they got money in that Face joint. Gonna get to it though. <laughs> Hell yeah, Sunday win win. Yes, man. I'm excited for Sunday. I really am. It ain't even like, it's like, not even real for real that that joint happened. That was like a whim. Yeah, so you guys organized this party a week ago? So, week ago, I wanted to so play. crazy. I just want to do something. I don't never do an event really for my, my parties. Right. Not nothing I really want to do. I do like something for cash sometimes, you know what I'm right. saying? So I was like, man, I'm going to get somebody, I'm going to go play basketball. I'm going to get my friends to do like a celebrity basketball game. But I'm like, man, that's going to cost me a bunch of money. I got to do work. Yeah, yeah. Man, whatever. I was like, man, I was telling him, and I was like, man, we going to just do a show. And we kind of like joke with each other, like, here, throw some idea out there. <laughs> and I be like, stop playing with me. You know what I'm saying? But this time, like, we looked at each other like, hold up. Really we always right. do this thing. We like, like yeah. this, like, you know what I'm saying? Get to looking at each other like that. Yeah, we was like, nah, that sound too right. Yeah, yeah man, I'm excited. So have, you, have you done shows at Cafe Asia before? Um, I've done events there, but not like a go-go there. Um, we've actually helped events there. Remember when Roger had to back up? Who was who was performing down that jump? Uh, Dre was doing something with Roger, and they needed the back line for remember, AP. For AP, yeah, yeah. AP. So AP. we kind of like, you know what I'm saying? We used to be in the club. Like I said, I worked for, I used to work for some promoters when we started out. So we used to always come see the club, dude named West. I used to always be with this dude named Big West or whatever. He uh, used to throw parties in there. Him and Jason A, they used to throw parties in, in Cafe Asia. You know what I mean? So we, like I said, it's, it's crazy to us going there and throwing a party because we were young back then. We weren't right. even 21. So we like, damn, we do kitty jones. Like, we ain't no way they letting us in. You know right. what I mean? Right. Certain venues you couldn't get into because they ain't drink. Now right. we over 21. It's like, you know, it's like on and popping. You know what I mean? But, 
like I said, we haven't thrown a show together in about like seven years. Damn, son. So, so let's see if you can list off, if you rattle off all the bands that you've booked in the last. Yeah, that ain't hard. All right, let's hear them. DC memory lane. I would say, I would say, we booked TOB, we booked Reaction, we booked Backyard, we booked UCB, we booked Reaction, we booked TCB. Rest in peace of Polo, man. Really knew Polo, you know what I mean? Polo was a good dude. He used to look out for us. Like I say, this game could get real funny. Polo used to always keep it, you know what I'm saying, straight. I did a show. I was the first. I don't. Th- I was the first one to take them actually to Myrtle Beach, South mm-hmm. Carolina. You know what I mean? TCB worked with them a lot. Uh, ABM, YBI, Young uh, Madness, hey, Al. Young Madness, hey, Al. yeah, exactly. MOB, you know what I mean? I said MOB already. Why not? Probably CCB for sure. Manager Mark. Uh, oh man, hold on, real quick. Oh, that's a story. All right, let me hear Brian it. Oh. <laughs> so, I'm at school, and what would happen was like bands would be territorial and feel like they had they like belonged on a slot on your lineup if right. you book them consecutively, like two weekends. They, if you take them off, they looking at it like. You know, what like do we, we do? Like, it's hey, one band that we probably booked every show ever, other than like maybe out of towns and maybe two, two other times where it was like we didn't choose the lineup. You know, just because mm-hmm. out of like that loyalty, you know, right. like, and it, it 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 gets sticky sometimes. So, because remember, it's limited at the time, you know. So we have a show. What was it? The 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 Golden Ticket was the name of the show. I remember we were telling you about a spot we used to have in Seat Pleasant that, uh-huh. he, that was like a banquet hall. So we were throwing parties there every week. We used to have this band on it named CCB. Manager Mark used to manage them. And they were coming. Hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't, she don't know who that is, but it was just a dude in the go-go. You know how people, name, his name was just Manager Mark. Everybody know him. Everybody's generally a teenager, so you just let it be. It's like Mr. Jones. You know man, man. Manager but we like 21, 22. Like, he don't... He's older than us, man. Nah, we were like looking 20, at him like 21. That. We was like 20 for real, bro. Like at this okay. time, think oh, about okay. it. We was like 19, 20. Like we was young. We was like, we that's was young. Yeah. We was not like yeah, we were young. So we took their we took their band out of the lineup for that week. And honestly, I don't know why. I think listen, we had shows. Like every what Friday, maybe? Every Friday. We had shows every Friday. Crypto Night Fridays. Crypto Night Fridays. Because, <laughs> you know, Superman used to yeah. save him. Uh-huh. So we had... I told the, the opposite of Superman was kryptonite. Hey, so don't save him. Don't save him. It was the Superman sign with a no... <laughs> like a no smoking <laughs> joint on the top of Superman. Like I, I still got that fly. I'm like, I told the, the fly dude, I'm like, hey, put a, 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 a canceled no smoking sign over the Superman sign. Hey. But yeah, so we had the, the joint at Greendale Center every Friday. And we had this band named M.O.B., like a few other bands, you know what I mean? I don't know what happened. I don't know why we took CCB off. But he, we about to throw a show called The Golden Ticket, right? On a Friday. On a Friday. We about to throw a show called The Golden Ticket. Oh, I think maybe it was a one-off. No, it was a Friday. So just that just that week, they happened to be off for like some parent-teacher BS in PG County. So Thursday, they was off. They didn't have... They didn't have no. It was or maybe he. Yeah, Thursday they didn't have to go to school. Something. Now Friday. Friday they didn't, didn't have to go to school. school. Friday. Friday they didn't have school. Right. 
So this man come behind us. Book the show. Book the same venue on Thursday. Call his joint the platinum ticket. <gasps> <laughs> Call his joint the platinum ticket. Look. Oh, man. I'm like, oh, sweet. Like, this is like when the internet was like, this is like MySpace era. Right, right, right. You know what I mean? This is like MySpace. I'm like, hold up. We was kids. <laughs> the platinum. We was, was children, and he was just going ham. The right. Had the platinum same bands, Joe, everything. He put back y'all on that. <laughs> but look, he called me to tell me about it at school. I'm in the lunch hall. I'm like, hey, hey young manager, Mark got a show before us. I'm like, so, dog. He calling the platinum ticket. I'm, I'm like, so. Son, it's at the same spot. I was like, what? <laughs> That's so great. Oh, we tried to go up there, try to talk to like the little mayor of the town or whoever he is, try to get him to he shut it down. He threatened it with like, legal man, action. I'm like, they let it go. I'm like, man, we got the gold ticket. You gonna see they try like they try, you know, they undercut us. But yeah, that was that was funny as hell though. But yeah, we wow. had so many experiences wow. like that. Like so many experiences with it, because there's so many components. <laughs> It's cool. There's so many components, you know what I mean, of, of the show. You know, you got to have a venue. Then you, we're just talking about the music aspect. We're not even talking about dealing with the venues. Right. Shout out to Carrington, man, real quick. Our yeah. man, Carrington, he got a famous quote. He just recently passed away. Shout out to Oh, I'm sorry to hear yeah. that. Um, he, uh, I remember we had a show. We had to promote it in four days. It was like a solid risk. You know, it was a rec center we could rent one night. And we had to promote in four days. Might have been really Atlanta. Might have been Atlanta, maybe. It was Atlanta, for sure. Yeah. Atlanta Firehouse. And Justin called him. I remember he was on speakerphone. He was like, look, man. He's like, man, I need you to hook me up. He like, how many people you need? What was it, 500? I don't know. He be like, what you need, 400? Or whatever. What you need, 400? <laughs> he be like, okay, how many days you got? What, four days? Hmm. I got you. And then it Jones be packed as hell. I don't know if it was him, but shout out to him with the affirmative, with the affirmation. <laughs> that's just, just like a, a funny memory that he always like, you know, like, you know how you have inside jokes? That's mm. one inside joke that he's always carried is that joke so right there. Funny. You know what I mean? We just thought it was funny how, you know, one person would really think that they the re- driving force behind bringing, you know, for right. You know what I mean? Just to be right, like, oh, right. I got you, bro. I got right. you. You know what I mean? Like, let me get uh, on my phone. You got telephone. me. You got me. Like, yeah. Right. <laughs> like, thank you, though. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. Never know. He might but have nah, a rest hell of a peace to him, though, for sure. Like, he definitely was someone that was around in, like, days where things, you know, where we were coming up, for sure. It helps, man. You got to have somebody else co signing you. You know, you, no matter how much you work and how good you're doing, if someone else who's not on your squad co signs you, it goes a lot further, you know? Yeah, that's so, true. So. That's very true. Like, shout out to everyone that has has been promoting this event for us without even us asking them. Yeah, you know, I really appreciate that because we do see yeah, that. Nah, that's that's love. That's for support. Real, we yeah, really appreciate y'all. We noticed how much people really supported, you know, our efforts and felt like they were a part of something. I feel like they have a nostalgia. Yeah. We weren't sure it was gonna be received like this. We thought so, right? But you never know. But we didn't know because you know we're all hungry for the city that we love, man. Like we're you know, and it's changing. You know, like I, I'm finally starting to tune into like how much it's really changing because I live in this like bubble. You know, I'm in here every day. I ride my bike. You know, I don't really interact with like the general public and and 
And I'm definitely seeing it. And for me, like, the thing that's killing me about D.C. is, like, there's just way too many older people in the streets suffering. You know? There's always been a lot of homeless people, but I'm seeing way too many older brothers in wheelchairs. And I just... I know what you mean, though. It seems like... I don't know if I have noticed. And, like, people nodding out everywhere, like, really affected by drugs. You know? And I know that's not new, but I feel like it's more. Nah, I get what you're You know? And, like, I feel like the gap between the haves and the have-nots is growing wider every day. It's a fucking chasm, yo. You know what I'm saying? And, like, people are just slipping into it and falling off. So when when you see, like, a real go-go flyer with those names on it, you know, and it's obviously some D.C. cats and, like, some real shit, like, people get excited because, like, the D.C. that we know and love is just, like, slipping through our fingertips, you know? That is very true. Rapidly, people, Yeah, people always love to embrace the culture. The culture of the area, even when they're not from the area. Right. Sometimes the people that aren't from the area, you know, appreciate the culture more than the people that are actually from the area. Yeah. So. You know, it's interesting, like, the DC is fuck t-shirts. Like, almost all my online sales are out of state, you know? Because it's, like, <laughs> yeah. people that probably lived here or are from here or went to right. college here or had a job here but love DC that much that they're going to wear DC is fuck on their shirt, like, someplace else, you know? And I and I it's exactly what you said. Like people got a love a lot of love, you know. So uh so yeah, you know, our, our conversation reminds me of, of a quote that I, I read last year and it stuck with me, but it said, uh, you never know when you're making history, you know? Uh and it reminds me of what you were talking about earlier. Like you don't you're not necessarily putting a name on it, you're just doing what feels right, but you know, who knows how many people you impacted and you know, who knows how many of those cats came to your shows and saw people playing bands and then decided to start producing music or got I mean, involved in music. Definitely, you know? I think we have a definitely strong tie to the music community even still. He is a musician now, but right. even just like me, I'm not a musician. I promoted a lot of different shows over the years. But um, he raps in like the car. We still, he raps. In the car. <laughs> I do rap in the and, car. He, he got rap, me he rapping. He got car. me rapping. And the other day, in the I was like, "Hey, my man, trying really real loud, going with his shit." Nah, man. he's a rapper, so I'm trying to be all right. <laughs> right, you, know, just you gotta a keep up a little thing, bit. You know, I'm an artisan. I'm an artisan. Yeah. So um, we got strong ties to the community still, just because it's morphed. You know, yeah. Like people, you know, a lot of the keyboard players are producers now, and you know, a lot of. The, Drummers are in churches only now. Right, right. <laughs> you know. Uh-huh. Like, look, I'm sorry. I don't mean to cut you off, but just him saying that, I ran the other day. I, I got my, one of my homies got me to go to church with him or whatever. And I went. He was like, man, I just want, I just need to go to church. He was like, man, I don't know, normally even go to the church, but we just going to go. He was like, man, just come with me. And this is like, I linked up with him randomly one day. Um, so, yeah, I, I see the people singing in church, and it's a singer from his old band. Right, right. And how could we forget that me and him have both managed and managed our own bands as well? Right. Like, we've managed go-go bands as well. Yeah, that's a, I, that's I, I put together a go-go band, <laughs> the all-star band. I put them together. He had a band called Renegades. Yeah, yeah. And his singer was in that church singing. I'm like, yo, this is just so crazy how... Everything just comes from It's all full connected, circle. man. Everything is connected, you know? It's, uh, everything, you know, everything you do comes back, right? Like, you are what you do every day, and you spun a lot of uh, creative webs for people, man. So how can we help One Love Masses? Hey, man, let's just do some things together, man. Let's keep having conversations, you know? Right. How can One Love be a platform for y'all, you know what I mean? Like. Right. That's what we build here, right? We got these different studios. We got a real recording studio next door, podcast studio here. You know, we're not doing events here, but we're, we're, you know, 
I want to, you know, every music, I, I'm obsessed with music documentaries. You know, they just give me mad life, like stretching Bobito. Any music documentary, mm. I just geek out. Like, it makes me really excited to be a part of what I'm a part of watching those. And the the number one thread is that, like, there's always some dude with a camera that's, like, borderline annoying as fuck, but, like, he's documented the whole shit. Like, even skateboarding documentaries, there's, like, one kid who couldn't skateboard but, like, filmed everything, and that's how you're able to even watch the history. You look at Stretch and Bobito, I don't know if you've seen that, I've seen that. documentary, man. Jay-Z and them coming to this show. They broke and every... They, they were, like, at New... Weren't they in NYU? Yeah, maybe? like, Columbia oh, University Columbia. in okay. New York okay. City in the shitty old radio station. They just started this radio show, and it was, like, a skinny, tall, awkward white boy and a short, awkward, like, Puerto Rican kid who loved hip-hop, and Puerto Rican would spin, or the skinny white boy would spin, and Puerto Rican would do most of the talking. And they just invited all their unsigned rapper friends to come through and sit down at a table like this and spit bars. And they broke everybody. NPR just gave them an, another show, I think. And actually, I just learned that Bobito lives down the street. So I'm trying to yeah, hit him. Yeah. I know, I'm trying to hit <laughs> him crazy. and do a... I never even thought about that. Right. Like, yeah, it does. They have to be in town if they have a exactly. show. Exactly. Bam. Damn. I, I know. So, like... That. But you know, there's all we gotta document. We gotta tell our stories because if for we're sure. waiting for the city paper to do a write up about DC culture, then we'll just fucking jump off a cliff already, you know? Because when they do write it, it's gonna be swagger jacking or it's gonna be incorrect. And like, fuck that. We can't let anybody else tell our stories. We gotta tell our stories, right? So that's why the microphones are there. That's why you know I got this recording studio. I'm not trying to you know make grammys in here this is supposed to be a pillar of the community you know what i mean a place where artists can feel safe you know what i mean and have a voice and feel protected and and do some shit but for me it's all about sustainability man how can we create something that'll last long after we're gone we don't want to get find the well right i want to find the well you know and if russell simmons can do it while high on angel dust then i feel like there's hope for us you know what i mean like I mean, you just, you just gotta go ham. I think you could succeed. I think like pretty much every idea you click on, you like this is a good idea that I should choose to try out. That you still can have, you can have success in that. It's just about the work, right? It's really that because I think if you, as intelligent people, you know, decide to move, even if it's difficult, you know what I'm saying? Like you can make it work, but. Do you want to? And, you know, right. sometimes that work, but we could get it done. So it's really about finding that chord that everybody likes and working on that. And making it happen. <laughs> well, know? I got an idea for this fall, so we should talk about that. Because yeah, I think that's where it is. Yeah. We all could bang together, but if it's rap, I ain't going to care but so much if it ain't something else tied to it. That I, right. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't rap and that ain't really my thing. Right. You follow me? It's yeah. just me forcing myself to try to do something. And I think, like, as as our community, we got to figure out ways to make ourselves helpable. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, not make it so that, you know, I got to push the boulder up the hill a little more. Right. And you right there, you're going to fall over as soon as I push you. You know what I'm saying? People act as if it's just going to take me. And we, we down here right. from here, everything's sweet. And it's not, you know, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? I'll help you. I can I can hold I can hold the jump for a little pause, you know what I'm saying? I can right. deal with this for a little while. I can help you. But yeah. you gotta push. But when we figure out ways to where something that's that common core, then you can feed your other interests. But Exactly. You know, like people gotta, you know, find the people that like to do what you wanna do and figure that out and make it fit and it's gonna boom. There's no way it can't. Because right. it's just it's like a line. The you know? right energy, man. Yeah. 
Right. You know? Like it, I was saying earlier, too, like, you don't notice what you're doing when you're doing it. You know what I mean? Like, as far as sound, being a part of, you know, event production or event coordinate, you know what I mean? Coordination or whatever. You know what I mean? You're learning engineering by watching mm-hmm. these people engineer. Yeah. You may learn how to play some instruments by watching right. guys play congos or roller towns. You learn about the instruments. You learn about the sound, you know? So right. I like what you're saying as well as what he's saying because it's all related. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? It's all one thing at the end of the day. Like he's saying about a boulder, like he's right. Everyone got to push up. Everyone push up, push the boulder up. Right. They go up even faster. Exactly. You know what I mean? So it's about the collective effort. risk. It's all different aspects of one thing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, for example, we're doing this. I mean, this is, you know, a good way for us to also, for people in the city to know what we do or who we are. Right. Through something that you love to do. We don't necessarily, you know, uh, interview people or whatever, but, you know, we, we're the people that, we're the interviewees, so it's like, you know, it's still good for us. You know what exactly. I mean? Exactly. It's all related. So I do get what you're saying. Every, if everyone kind of unites, you know, transforming, you know, boom. Exactly. Okay, you know, big Together bag. we can. Big bag. Yeah. Not to be cheesy, but I really believe that. You know, I'd rather yeah. take 10% of the risk and, uh, you know, get 10% of the profits and 100% of the liability. You know, and a lot of people don't really think that way. It's like, that's real. Instead though. of having yeah, 10% real. of 100, though, y'all have an idea that's 10% of 10 million. 10% right. of a million. Well, that's the thing. It's way because, different from 10% of 100. Well, you know and I mean? the thing is, if if you're working with lots of people, you really can't <laughs> fail. It's when you try to do everything on your own that it's inevitable because, yeah. you know, yeah. no man is an island, you know. Yeah. And yeah. I think in D.C., you know, we talk about this a lot, but there was that's like true. a crabs in a barrel mentality for a while. But I don't really yeah. think that exists. And I think it might exist in some groups. But, I mean, you're a great example of that. We met, you know what I mean, super randomly and then, like, joined forces and made some really dope shit happen together. And we we had a great business relationship, and that that's how we met. So I think if you have the right mentality, you know what I mean? A team you, has position. You can find the other right people to work with, and not everybody's for everybody, and that's that's okay. Yeah. And not every event is for sometimes everybody. sometimes even timing, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Timing yeah. is everything. Because what if it was, like, the weekend you was doing your go-go thing. It'd have been no way. You follow what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, regardless, you know? Exactly. So, you know, it'd be See, time I never think that's crazy. Like, that that make a good point. It's communication. If everyone, right. if everyone's, I mean, yeah, everyone look at themselves as a, as a separate pillar and they look at themselves like, man, I'm my own entity. I'm doing this. I don't know what he's doing. I know he doesn't. I don't know what he's doing. If people did communicate with each other, it's good to to compete, but it's friendly. You know, you can have friendly competition. Right. If everyone knew what each other was kind of doing or, like, in the know, then you could kind of try to... And we can help each other out, man. Position it to where everyone is getting that bag. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. You don't have to lose for me to win. You know what I mean? Like, we we, we can all win. You know, it's like that two-sided dice. It doesn't... You know, everybody gets to roll it. You know what I mean? Like I said, a team has positions. People have to learn. That's what I think. Mm -hmm. People don't really focus on playing their position. Everyone can't play every position, like you said. He even said this earlier. He like, man, you got to team up. You got to figure out how to team up. That's the only way you really want to push it through. I'm like, that's true. It's true. It's very, very true, man. Having said that, I'm really grateful for my current team at One Love. I got a 
fucking it look, squad of it the century. Like you got yeah. a lob in here. I do, man. I know what it used to look like in here. We've done a lot of work, man. And I'm about to repaint this whole room and man, tighten some I'm things tight. up. I'm Wait till you tight. see the studio next door. I like this. We killed it, man. I like this. We killed it. We're having really great conversations in this room, too, and I appreciate that because I'm tired of Twitter and Facebook and all that. I want to have. Yeah. You know, I want to look people in their eyes and have conversations with them. You know what I mean? Yeah, I hear that. It's a much better uh, transfer of energy or exchange of energy. You know what I mean? Sure. So, um, word. Well, we got another session about to start. Uh, but we appreciate you for having us. Hey, sure. th- no problem, man. Thanks for being so flexible because this was such a last minute thing. But I really appreciate right, the conversation. Yeah. yeah. Worked out for you, Jay. Yeah, it worked out. I really love learning more about DC's history and the people that helped shape it and. We'll, yeah, we'll definitely. Uh, I'll get you get some links and stuff from you. So when Ooh. we put the post out, everybody can really do more research and find ways they can support your events and the things you got going. And uh, on that note, thank you, gentlemen, for coming in. Thank you. It was it was, it was cool. very nice to meet you. You too, man. We'll see you soon. <laughs>